Welcome to Gadgets for Families, the tech podcast for everyone that feels like all they're getting for Christmas this year is a lump of coal. Either because you were naughty or because Apple didn't release a single new iPad in 2023. Right. So it feels like coal. (laughs) It feels like coal. Or maybe you just say, oh, you might as well just give me coal because I can't get a new iPad. Right. Right. But, like but on me, the other side, you don't want anything big because you know the new iPad is coming and you're just going to hold out for that. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Maybe you want right. Santa to save his budget. Right, right. So, I think that's, yeah. that's kind of the, the, the situation I'm in. Well, I'm not to sidebar right in our introduction, but we watched a Disney original called The Naughty Nine. And it's a group of nine kids that were on the naughty list, so they didn't get presents. And they decided to raid the North Pole and find their presents. <laughs> <laughs> and they were all sitting in a vault. I'm just saying. Sounds like a fun story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, it's also for everyone that says, why do I need a new iPad? Mine's just yeah. fine. But this is also the podcast for everyone that looks forward to guessing on what may or may not come next year. Mm-hmm. Just for reference, the release of a new iPhone next year is not a guess. Yeah. Y- you kind can't of a guess gaming. that one. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Now, it's also for anyone else looking to get more out of life through their technology. I'm Greg Cunningham. And I'm your host, Jay Benjamin. Thank you for joining us for this episode today. I'm excited about this, and we've hinted about it, but Jason, I've got to apologize to you and everybody else because my voice is not great this week, and I'm hoping that I can get out all the edits of all the sniffles and coughs and all that kind of stuff. I'm doing my best. Yesterday, when I recorded Leader's Lift and played it back, I almost couldn't listen to it. It was just <laughs> it was not, that bad. Right? It was bad. So, but yeah, I mean, I my my kids go to two different. My grandkids go to two different schools, and my wife mm-hmm. works at another one. So right. it's like they're exposed to three different germ factories, right? Every right. day, daily, daily. So what do you do, right? Yeah, yeah. I believe I I, I was telling you when we were messaging last week, and you know, by the time your grandkids are fifteen, they ought to be immune to everything like little yeah. x-men you know little superheroes that's been rough but for the next couple of weeks what we're going to do is we're going to talk about some things that we think are coming in 2024 so yeah. or what we hope and that kind of stuff and as i put together this episode i also realized that yesterday apple did us a favor and dropped 17.2 i thought maybe they would drop it today while we're recording but they dropped it yeah. so we're going to talk about that, what's in 17.2 and all the point twos for this year. And then we're going to talk about what we think is coming with the iPad lineup, because I hinted at that in the intro, right, that they haven't released a single one. So those are going to be the two big topics for today. Yeah. Um, and we'll move some other stuff to next week. But in the post show, one of the things I'm super excited about is to talk about what we think Nintendo's going to do next year. And there are some yays, yep. and there are some want want wahs that are yeah. rumored. Now, they're just rumors. We won't know until, uh, you know, Nintendo tells us. So stick around for the post show if you want to talk Nintendo with us. And then we'll talk about whatever else we miss this week, next week on the episode. You know, before we dive in, don't forget to do all the things. Uh, check out the show notes. Go to our website. Go to the YouTube channel. Jason put up a pretty cool uh, short about his mounts. The ceiling mount, I got to admit, was pretty cool. Right. I hope that since you're in Houston, that you 
went up into the attic to mount that, not in the middle of the summer, because otherwise that's actually, if you just did that, like once a week, that would be your entire weight loss plan. Yeah. Right. 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 Go into the attic for an hour once a week. And if you didn't die, yeah, you lose tons of weight, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you lost 15 pounds in the, uh, in the 10 minutes you were up there. Yeah. So it, it is, it is really rough in the summer. I've been up running wires in the middle of the summer. So I did this one last week. It was, um, it was fairly reasonable up there. It wasn't too bad. And I already have like a little junction where security cameras and other things plug in. And this was literally like feet away from it. So I was, I was only up there for, you know, a quick moment. Not too bad. But it looked, it looked really good, Jason. I mean, it, it really you. did look good. So if you guys didn't check out that short, um, you'll want to do that. That's on our YouTube channel. But anyway, do all the things, follow all of that kind of cool stuff. Uh, let's dive in because I think this is going to be action-packed. I've got a one little catch-up item I want to do, and then I have a very small tiny tip that I didn't realize you could even do and want to explain that. And then we're going to dive right into um, some current items. But yeah. first of all, for catch-up today, Jason, I sent you something. Right, So right. now is the time. So let's, let's open what I sent you. So it came in right here. <laughs> nice. And this is one of my favorite sayings from the game quote. Uh, you know, one of my favorite game quotes. It's dangerous to go alone. Take this. That is pretty cool. Thank you, Greg. You're welcome. So, and, you know, now you might be able to adjust your camera angle because you could put right, that up right. on that one spot, right? Right. And, and, you know, we were just talking about mounts. The reason why that hole in the wall is there was because that's where my, uh, my echo was originally oh. and you know i hate those wires so we ran them down through the wall and and uh yeah this is going to be the perfect perfect cover for it so thanks greg I, I really appreciate that you know the funny thing is that i would say for our younger listeners let us explain to you what that is but the retro stuff is so yeah. in style right now that everybody seems to want retro shirts retro hoodies so i mean those graphics were Back in the day, we thought they were amazing and fantastic. Right, and- right. And that's what I always say when we talk about Breath of the Wild, which is, which is still on my list of top you know, games of all time. But also, um, uh, A Link to the Past was another uh, Zelda game, I believe like the, the third one in the series. And in my head, it looked just as amazing as Breath of the Wild did, right? Because we played it back then. That was the best we had, and it looked, it looked awesome. So, yeah, even the, uh, the, the first Zelda, it had that same look and feel to it, right? So, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. Thanks so much. I know I sent you a clip. Um, somebody had a recording of the 77 Star Wars, right, on 16 millimeter film that they posted to YouTube. Right. And I played that thing and I could hear the crackle of the film. It's like hearing the crackle of the vinyl, too, right? There's just right, something about it. Right. I have one of my favorite records of all time. They've got it fully digital, high quality sound and all that kind of stuff now. And I still go back to the version I have that I digitized from the vinyl because it's got the scratches and the crackle and all that. Right. You can but anyway, it that. was the Star Wars intro with right. the original movie theater sound. And I'm like, I could probably watch the whole film like this. Mm, maybe not me. <laughs> <laughs> I maybe mean, we could get through the first, you know, the first fifteen minutes or so, but yeah, 
no that, that that is really cool and and i love to see stuff like that that you know there's still people out there that appreciate you know that kind of uh uh that kind of originality to some of these uh you know products and, and services and movies and videos that we love you know and music yeah so, yeah really cool to see people preserve that get that kind of thing my nephew is big into vinyl and i think i saw him open uh one of journeys old school really on vinyl so yeah and he's been wearing kiss t-shirts and stuff like that so right you know, they just I finished mean, up just, their last tour i think yeah they, they're talking about doing some kind of weird digital thing or i don't know i didn't get all of the details but yeah they they just finished up their last tour all right yes we're old we embrace it um i know i'm thinking in my head like people are probably like yes kids should be done touring like what are you guys talking about (laughs) people don't stop touring till they're dead it seems like nowadays right right all right so i do have one tiny tip and this came up dustin sent me a message and said hey i had to get a new apple card because there was a fraudulent charge on mine and he said that won't screw up yours or anything right and so i was talking to him about it and it won't because we all have our own card numbers and it was just his digital one it wasn't his physical one and Mm -hmm. then goldman sachs who's apple's partner with this uh, told him that he should turn on the rotating security code so you know how you have security codes on every credit card that you have right right so they told him to turn that on and i got thinking well that's not a good thing because you have all of these subscriptions and all of these, you know, automatic charges, if you run everything like we do through the credit card, mm-hmm. it's going to all hit there. And I read their FAQ on it and it says it won't break those. So those organizations, I guess, only use the security code the first time they authorize yeah. something. And then after that. So uh, if you have an Apple card, go in and turn this on. I, I don't see any downside to doing that. And basically every time you pre-fill it in Safari or you, go in and pull up the details and are giving it to somebody over the phone or whatever, it's then going to change the code after that so that the next right. time you go to use it, it'll right. just autofill right. it or it'll be there for you to give to it. So you just can't memorize it. But I thought that's a great little feature for this digital credit card. And, and I'm wondering, like, why don't more companies take advantage of that? That sounds like something that should be on by default. Uh, you know, and I'm sure it's cost involved. On their end, yeah. right? Banks aren't going to spend money to protect us just, you know, just because. Um, I guess when it gets to the point where they're spending so much on fraud, more, you know what I mean? It'll, it'll, it'll justify that extra cost. But, man, this is something that should be on by default, especially, you know, with, with the day and age we live in where all of these digital and online payments and stuff, that's a pretty cool feature. I like it. I do, too. And maybe the difference, too, is that Apple's card is digital first. And physical second, right? They don't even Maybe. send you a right. physical card by default. You have to request it. Really? And then okay, it, I didn't know that. Yeah. And then when it does come, it's made of titanium, not yes. plastic. I, I've right? seen those so, heavy cards. Yep. Yeah. yeah. People purchase a lot of popcorn with those cards. And every time they hand it to me, I'm like, wow, this card is so heavy. You yeah. know, the little, little piece of titanium. And there's nothing on it, right? It's just basically white with the silver Apple logo and... It's anyway. So yeah, I think part of it might be that it's digital first. So they built it for a digital first world. So anyway, if you've got an Apple card, I'd strongly suggest going in and turning this on. Um, so we haven't, I mean, we've had our Apple card for several years and haven't had a problem with fraud. So, and Goldman Sachs has been really, really good. Now there's rumors that it's not going to be Goldman Sachs for much longer. And it may be someone they like, 
synchrony or whoever else. But the good thing is Apple's not going to let whoever takes over that partnership not provide better than other card service, which actually is not hard to do. So, right. Right. So it shouldn't be any big changes for the, for the end user, right? Apple's going to keep that that same user experience and all of that. It's not going to be worse, right? May not be better, but it's not going to be worse at least. I hope not because I've got that and I've got my main savings account through them too because the interest rate just couldn't be beat. Right. So anyway. Jason, let's talk about some current stuff. Have you been following the Beeper Mini saga? No, no, no. So I was, I was looking forward to hearing you, you catch us up on that. All right. So everybody knows that the reason you buy an iPhone is because of blue bubbles in messages, right? Right. Because if you have the green bubble, you're an outcast. Right. We're and you mess up that. the group chat. No, you no I'm not kidding. You mess up the group chat. You mess up the group chat. Yep. Yeah, definitely <laughs> mess up the group chats. But so some company came up with the, a way to put an application called Beeper Mini on mm-hmm. Android, and it was functioning like iMessage. Right. And they were using authorization codes on Apple servers and all of this other stuff. And uh, everybody was so excited, and like two days later, it just stopped working. Right. Does that surprise I don't believe you at Apple. all, Jason? No, not at all. I don't think Apple was ready for it. I don't, not that they're not prepared for anything like that. I don't think that they was expecting it to work as good as it did, right? Because yeah. it is kind of a security, you know, uh, yeah. um, security deal to have features that are iOS only work on other platforms like that. Because what is it in, right? If they're doing it on Android, soon it'll be on PC and, 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 and in the hands of uh, some, pretty, uh, some pretty bad actors. So, yeah, yeah I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, I mean, they shut it down. And this is going to go back and forth, right? There's going to be this debate on whether that's anti-competitive. Well, it's their platform. You don't have to buy their things. Well, there's pressure. No, you make the choice about what platform right. you go on, right? And so, but, you know, there are some things that Apple does that I believe are anti-competitive. So I, I think there's this line that they're going to have to walk in. Um you know, going to RCS, which is the new standard for messaging next year at some point, yes. that should clean up some of that kind of stuff. I think that's a better approach. But everybody, uh, one of the headlines was Beeper Mini shut down and shocked no one. Right. Because yeah. of course <laughs> Apple's going to go shut this down, people. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that just popping up. It just, it, it leads to some bad things. You know, some uh, on the technical side. You know, it, it made a lot of sense. Now, I know, you know, us as, as end users, we want everything to work exactly the way we want it to work on all features. And I mean, on all platforms and all devices. But no, like you said, RCS next year, um, I, I believe I mentioned before, I wanted to see some more unification from these different companies when it comes to messaging. So um, I think that's a better route instead of someone coming up with a third party application. Yeah. that kind of I agree. Uh, speaking of which, my daughter got the new Pixel Pro 8. It's a pretty good-looking so phone. So she's all in on Android. She's, she's not yeah, going to be her her falling into They're, iOS. Her husband was on Android when they got married, and so she okay. moved over. I mean, okay. she didn't really really care, but it looks like they both got the same phone and all that kind of stuff, and that makes a okay. lot of sense. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. Was, was he a power user, though? Was he uh, you know, a heavy Android user? Or he just fell into so. it maybe with work or something. Because I see a lot of people, you know, you mentioned uh, the study you found that more kids, more teenagers and, and young adults are migrating over to iOS. 
But uh, I'm seeing the same thing with adults. Like I have family members, in-laws and stuff that were always from the very beginning, even back when, in our heavy days when we did this for a living, you know, we were iOS because of the security and, and things like that and the integration into the uh, enterprise uh, uh, and, uh, you know, enterprise management and stuff. And they were stone cold Android fans, right? Nothing was going to change them. And within recent years, they've all started jumping over to iPhone. So I'm wondering, was he just, uh, you know, a power user like that? Or he just, you know, just you know, jumped into I, Android? I, my guess is at one point it was a, a cost decision, right? right. Because right. you can get so many, so much, so much variety and price points for Android phones. But at this point, they're buying a Pixel Pro. That is not. Yep, a low-end high end phone. Android. Right. That's a luxury Android phone, right? right. So, um, you know, it's probably just what they're comfortable with at this yes. point, and they don't have problems with it, and, and that's fine. And actually, then she helps my mother-in-law, who has Android phones, I believe, because they just can't justify spending a thousand dollars on a yeah. iPhone, right? So they get whatever they get through the carrier, and so now she can help my in-laws, and I don't have to try and troubleshoot an Android phone. Right. Right. Good deal. Good deal. All right, let's talk through the OSs. We'll try and do this, you know, in the next 13 minutes or so, so that we have about a half hour to talk about iPads for yeah. the main topic. But let's talk through the, so the, all the OSs, all of the good ones dropped yesterday. Everything Apple's releasing this year, the dot two version. Yeah. So Jason's going to walk us through iPhone or iOS and iPad OS, and then I'll cover the uh, watch and Mac OS. So Jason, they're out. People can go in and update like they normally do. Why would they want to update? What's available now? Right. So remember when, when iOS 17 dropped, a lot of features were missing that we were excited about at, at uh, WWDC. And I think because it was just so jam-packed with features and just that little short time between the announcement and, and actual release, they just couldn't get it all in. So there's a few things on this list that I saw. Some I didn't realize were missing because I didn't take advantage of it. But um, yeah, let's just jump down this list real quick. So the main one was the journal app, right? And you were excited about this one. We talked about how you wanted it to work versus how Apple was going to, you know, uh, implement it originally. We know they're going to add on to it eventually, but this was one that you were excited about. Have you got a chance to play around with it any? I did. I used it. I did a couple of things with it yesterday. So I do a, a gratitude journal entry every day. Right. So I did my gratitude entry in it, and then I took one of their prompts. And it was about music, and so I kind of just put in a couple of sentences about how music makes me feel. Right. So they've got a lot of prompts that are based on music you listen to, photos. I didn't go anywhere yesterday, so it didn't mm -hmm. like tell me, hey, how was your trip to the grocery store? But my understanding is it's going to do some of that kind of stuff. So it's got a whole bunch of prompts. I'll see how those go. Um, it's super simple. You hit the plus button, you type in what you want, and you hit done, and it puts an entry. And then like when I did the gratitude entry and the reflection entry, Mm -hmm. um, we're separate. So that's great. I think it might be super straightforward and easy for me to do the gratitude stuff. We'll see if I leave that in there, mostly because I do other things every day in notes. Like I have a daily entry of my study and mm -hmm. thoughts that I have. And then I do my gratitude entry at the end of that. So we'll see if it stays in there. If the prompts start getting really good, you know, if like it says, hey, Dustin was here for the last week, how was it right. having him back home, right? And it prompts me to write on that kind of stuff. It would be really cool because it's supposed to know that I'm in proximity to him, especially where he's in my family group. Right, right. 
So let me ask you this. <clears throat> I know, so basically you're starting from day one after the update. Is there a way for you to go in and put in the last several months of, is there like an import feature or do you have to manually go in and, because and, you have to put dates and stuff on, on everything. So can you go in and, and add so you can set, you know, get those trends or, or things like that? I didn't see an import feature. I'll have to look for that. I did notice that when you go in, it automatically puts it on today's date, but yes. it does allow you to put in a custom date. So in theory, okay. I could go move a whole bunch of stuff over to it if I want to. I've got it all in notes because right. um, that's what I've been losing, using for the last two or three years for journal entries. Mm -hmm. out of, I moved from OneNote into Notes. So um, but yeah, I'll see. I'll, I'll report back because this is something I'm excited about. Now, the bummer here is it's only on the iPhone. Okay. It's not on the iPad. iPad and it's not on the Mac. And man, it would be great if it was on both of those places. Right. So, you know, we'll see. Um, we'll see if it convinces me to move over from what I'm doing in notes today. Right. Right. So, you know, just like everything, just like my, my rant on one of the early episodes, iPhone is always first and, and everything else is kind of a, kind of a, uh, a stretched out or a blown out version of the iPhone app. So, what you know, what are we going to do, right? Talking about music, this was a uh, a couple of features that got left off of the uh the original update. So, favorite playlists. Now, I, I joke because this is something that I've always done on Pandora and I know you're always surprised that I still listen to Pandora. I'm surprised myself. I should get off of that. But so every song that you favorited is now on a playlist so you can listen to those songs separately outside of uh you know your your normal play playlist and stuff and is this a feature that you've been looking forward to yeah because i actually create i mean it'll only be one so i actually have like a church music favorites i have a mm -hmm. christmas music favorites i have a regular music favorites playlist so i would love to mix all of that stuff together without having to create right. all of these playlists and it's just a tap right Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. So you just tap and it automatically gets added to this list. I haven't played with it yet, but I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah. So another thing too, and, and looking at this, this is something that frustrates me about Pandora because it doesn't have this feature. So um, if you're in certain focus modes on the phone, it doesn't capture that, those listening stats, right? So uh, I see here you have an example, like if you listen to white noise or play white noise in the background, it doesn't show up in those lists. So while you're in the garage or in the shop or you're in your trailer working, you're not jumping from one song to white noise right in the middle of the day. And, and I realized that I love this because I'm so hesitant to favorite Christmas music because I remember I spent months. I love Christmas music. Again, I, I told you earlier, I, I listened to it from Thanksgiving to January. And I hate in the summertime having to thumbs down these songs because they show up on that favorite playlist. So if I can have a Christmas mode to where it doesn't save all of the Christmas songs in that way in February, I'm not jamming through Christmas music. Yeah, this is a good feature. I, I like that. Small well, idea, you, too, for music lovers, you know? Yeah, if you use like uh, Apple's replay where it tells you the top songs you did for the whole year and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. In theory, I think you'll be able to exclude it from that. So yeah. like if I go listen to my replays for the last three or four years, it's like, a third church music, a third, you know, retro music that I right. used to listen to as a kid, and a third Christmas music. Right, right. So. Which you don't want in, in March, you know what I mean, in the summertime. So I'm, I'm with you on that. I, li I like that. 
the next one is spatial uh spatial video so we talked about the vision pro and and how you'll be able to it's it's a headset a virtual headset and you'll be in the environment so now they actually um on the 15 pro and pro max you'll be able to record video even though we don't have that device yet uh you'll be able to record video for that so 1080p 30 frames per second i don't think it's going to look great but you know we'll see i'm i'm pretty sure it'll be 60 frames at 4k at some point yeah right. i mean file size is a problem here though i mean right. a 10 minute video is going to be over a gig right. right and so if you went up to 4k 60 yeah what are you talking like four or five x that so yeah i mean but this will be playable it, start recording it now if you've got the 15 pro or the pro max and you want to be able to watch your kids birthday parties in 3d start recording them now so messages there's a few changes so emojis and stickers for tap back which is i i remember looking for this thinking that that this was part of that original one and uh yeah, we spent we spent a few minutes realizing that hey, it's just not there. So, looking forward to that. The ketchup arrow was another thing too that um, I look for. You know, we were excited to start using, so you'll be able to tap that and jump to the uh, latest messages. And these features are again, green bubbles mess these up because you don't get to see this. But if you're in a group chat like me, with in my main family chat, I think there's nine of us. The conversation will go. You know, if you're not paying attention. By the time you grab the phone 30 minutes later, you're already, you know, yeah. miles and miles and miles down the uh, chat. So uh, this will be good for this will be good for Jason because he's in working in the shop and I sent him like 10 three paragraph messages in a row. And right. then he can just hit this button and go clear back to the top and then he'll just be able to reply. I just did it off right. my Mac and sent you one, but I just replied and it has add sticker. So I just added a sticker and I did my Memoji thumbs up. I actually like using my Memojis. I don't know right. if anybody else does, but I like using them. So, um, yeah, this is cool. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, uh, what, what did they call those? Those, uh, those quality of life improvements to, to iMessage, I think, was a, was a welcome change. Uh, translate on the action button. So this is iPhone 15 and 15 Pro Max. Um, I think this is going to be really useful. I use a translate app a lot i don't have an action button on my 14 but i think people are going to get some use out of this i think that was a smart move just the sheer number of people that use this translate so yeah i mean uh, this is just to be able to press and hold that button and all of a right. sudden have the translate up and have these conversations right you know we're we're getting we're not there and i don't know when it'll be an implant but we're getting closer and closer to the star trek yeah universal the universal translator, translator. Right? yep yep i'll be getting mine so widgets for the uh, the clock and the weather app, uh, maybe not so much the clock, but the weather app I am, which is the reason why I tell you I, I want to use my Snoopy face, my watch face so much. But I, I, I like the uh, the modular one because it has the weather and the precipitation. And oh, over these last few weeks, I've needed it a lot. I've depended on it a lot. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to using that, the uh, the widget too on the phone. Well, I've got some good know. news for you on the watch when we get there. So I'll, okay. I'll, I'll save that. So I, I built up muscle memory of just, you know, hey, it's looking like it's going to rain. I, I need to check my, uh, check my watch. But uh, I'm going to try it on the phone, too. I'm looking forward to that. So uh, improved focus and speeds with telephoto. I didn't know that that was an issue. I hadn't read anything about that or, you know, so maybe not a big deal. Airplay for Vision Pro. 
Um, yeah. Here's the thing on this one. Not so much that I've got a Vision Pro or I'm going to have one anytime soon because I'm afraid mm-hmm. it's going to be a while. But I don't think Apple's kidding around on this one. This is not one of those product launches that they said early next year that's going to be June 30th, just so they could say it was the first half of the year. Mm-hmm. They've got things in this release, and there will be a dot three release yes. in the next two or three months, but they elected to put these things in this release, which means somebody's going to have this hardware right. in the very near future. Right, right. So, And we know the developers that they're partnering with, you know, your Disney people at Disney, probably some folks at Netflix, some of these game studios and things like that, they're already, yeah, yeah, they're getting them ready. So. All media from Apple now is in the TV app. No iTunes. So they they're so it's done. Yeah. Okay. There's no iTunes now. Everything's your store, all of that kind of stuff is now through the Apple TV app instead of having that separate iTunes app that they used to have before. Okay. Okay. You know that one was always pushed back so far in one of the folders. Yeah. Anyway, for me. So I, I guess don't remember it, it the last sense. time I. Yeah. Last time I did it. Other than on the TV, like if I, but we've been renting stuff lately and I just go into the Apple TV app and look for it and it says the big rent button and you press it and it yeah. starts playing. Okay. So Chi2 charging for the 13 and 14. I thought that this was already there. I, I, I seem to remember hearing about that coming and I was just like, eh, that's, that'll be a good improvement. But so we just got this. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they've had Qi charging, but Qi 2 is no, different. Qi 2. Yeah. 2 is the magnet version, almost right, like MagSafe, right, right. right? So, yeah, no, apparently you and the 13 get that with this release. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought it was on there. Thankfully, I, I you know, I have my, my MagSafe, but I, I thought that I, would, I was able to use that already. So, right, we're good. Uh, Wi Fi connectivity improvements, those are always good to, to uh, you know, more stability is always good. Rainbow text options for contact posters. Mm, probably won't use it. I think Good most of the contact poster guys. So, yeah, I, I, because you've got a pretty good range of colors already. Yeah, right? yeah. I usually Rainbow let it match. Thing. I usually let it match the text automatically because they seem to do a pretty good job of what right. goes well with whatever photo you picked. Right. So Siri support for accessing and logging health app data. So because okay. health, uh, health, health data has always been so secure that you couldn't get to it right. through Siri. Okay, so now Siri will be able to, to, to access some of that stuff. All right, good move. Uh, I, I do. I like that. I like that. Uh, wireless charging and vehicle fixes. What kind of fixes did? Because I hadn't had I any problem, what... but then I have a MagSafe charger in the car too. Yeah, so I'm no, guessing it's probably. The, these are the Qi chargers. I think BMW was the one that was having the most problems. They said it was breaking okay. phones. Really? Wow. Hmm. that's never yeah. good yeah <laughs> yeah never never good okay so and that's another issue that just um kind of passed me by because again I, we both use MagSafe in the car yeah so which we recommend to everyone buy Mag, a mount, all the an safes. external mount yeah yep and just get a uh, an apple MagSafe and just use that in the car it'll be more secure anyways okay so um something that we didn't get is the collaborative playlist now this was something, too, that I said I would get some use out of. I'm curious to test out, and we just didn't get it in the original version, didn't get it after that, and we didn't get it in 17.2. So 
Yep. Is this coming? Rumor has it it's security and abuse hmm. and spam and that kind of stuff. So right, right, which right. would make sense. I mean, you got to let me say who can add to my playlists. You can, right. can't just say anybody can. Right, because then it'll always be some some music studio or something with some new artist coming out just you know, abusing it, just sending that music out everywhere and putting it on everyone's devices and stuff like that. So, okay, I get it. I get it. So I, I think the idea probably started off like, hey, let's just let people share playlists. And then they said, no, we got to we got to lock this thing down. We have yep. to Apple this I thing hope so. make it more user friendly. So so that was it for iOS. Um, um, I, I'm pretty sure this wasn't a full extensive list, but I'm, I know some things with probably some back end fixes and bug fixes and changes and stuff like that. So as usual, we'll keep you updated when something new comes along. So iPad OS 17.2, and I'm not going to go on a rant. I'm let you, I'm, I'm going to let you get through it, but always, always seems like iPad is an afterthought. It's so frustrating. Always phone first and now yeah. iPad next and then Mac OS third. Getting a little frustrating, yeah. but what, what do we see, got? If you could see the size of our list, um, yeah, there's three oh, lines. Oh, I'm doing iPad. I'm sorry. You do iPad, but <laughs> yeah, there's only three lines on iPad, and th- this is real easy because it's nothing unique, right? That's yeah, the problem. Yeah, D- just like the update in general, right? I, I like the yeah. uh, cosmetic features, the widgets and things like that, but man, t- I was, iPad OS 17 didn't really have any big changes, which... Maybe good news. We'll talk about this later in the show. Yeah. Maybe they held some things for, for next year. So we'll get to that. So number one, no journal app. Greg mentioned yeah. earlier, he's, he's going to use the journal app. Um, he's going to take advantage of some of these features and stuff, but he won't be doing that from his mini or his uh, next iPad Pro if things stay the way they are. So no journal on an app uh, on the uh, iPad. Uh, there's some messages and music updates, but the same ones for iOS, right? Yeah. iPhone first. Play it over to the iPad and like, hey, let's just throw it on the iPad for those three, three or four people that that yeah. uses an iPad. So the TV app uh, uh, revamp is going to be more like the uh, app on the Apple TV. Now this is cool, right? Because it's kind of like your mini TV screen anyway. Most people use an Apple TV and the uh, iPad. So I mean, I think that's a welcome change, but still not a big deal. And that's it. That's all we got on the iPad. Yeah, yeah. So pretty frustrating. And again, I'm I'm hoping this is actually a good thing. You know, not a bad thing. But uh, I'll give you my thoughts on that later. So, but let's talk about the watch. Yeah. So not a lot for the watch, but key things, which would be fine if they would do the same thing for iPad OS, right? They mm-hmm. could do two things, and if they were important things, that would be enough. So right. yes, you can log your health data with Siri on the Apple Watch now. You can always view what's playing, the now playing stuff when you get close to a HomePod, if it's playing on your watch, which mm-hmm. I may actually use. I got to see how that works. Um, you can prioritize the music or the trainer voice in Apple Fitness Plus workouts. I think that's important because if you're on a series where you're doing that same workout three times a week, just going mm-hmm. up and wait or something like that, you get to the point where you don't need to hear the right. trainer's voice. You don't need them telling you, you know what to do. You can see how much time's left. You can see how you're doing. You know the routine. So you want to listen to the music. So I think that's actually subtle, but a big change with their Fitness Plus stuff. And that'll go well, mm-hmm. I think, when because now you can build custom workout programs in Fitness Plus. So you can lay out your own okay. program too. So, But the two big things, 
I can now swipe to change my watch faces. So Jason yeah, is back. Y- you need to go put the modular watch face right next to the Snoopy watch face. Right. And when you need to see the weather, it's just a simple left to right swipe. Right. Right. This was something that was missing from the original update. And we were like, and why? why did they change they didn't, that? They didn't replace the gesture. They didn't do anything with that gesture. It just went away. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good to see that back. That, that was a welcome change. And I bet they got a lot of backlash, too, about that. Yeah. Which is, you know, because they usually don't re-add features that they take away, right? Unless enough right. people complain about it. So thanks so to I'm everyone sticking... that helped us complain. Thank you. Yeah. I'm sticking with Snoopy. And if I want to see all of the stuff on that new ultra modular face, right? That has a gazillion complications with the weather one being the biggest one. I just swipe and I don't have to swipe up and see the little widget and all that kind of stuff. So I'm good. I'm good with this now. Now you do have to enable it. So it's not on by default. So you need to go on the watch, go into settings and clock because that makes sense. You wouldn't go into the watch face stuff, right? You would go into the (laughs) clock and turn it on. So just hit the toggle, turn it on. Um, I'm loving it. So, and then related to that, I already saw a Snoopy watch face. That is for the holidays. Okay. Yep. I don't know when they dropped it, but it showed up today and he's hanging a wreath on the center of the clock. I'm wondering how they get in all of these. I mean, it can't, it can't be with the update. Maybe they're already there. And they're programmed, or they yeah. are doing the updates because it's close. I mean, Thanksgiving ones only showed up on Thanksgiving. I have not right. seen the turkey ones since Thanksgiving Day. Right. I wonder how they're, they're adding these, these watch faces. So, really cool. Really cool, right? Even if it's just a quick little update while you're charging, they're just adding, you know, three or so four cool. extra ones or something. But, yeah, I'm really enjoying this and excited about the future of, of you know what I mean? Maybe we can get some better Mickey Mouse and Toy Story ones that aren't just, you know, them running back and forth and all of that. They were good, cool watch faces, but never really got any use out of them. But this Snoopy one, I'm, I'm really enjoying the, the, the dynamic watch faces and stuff. That is really cool. All right. Let me wrap up macOS uh, 14.2. Big mm-hmm. security updates. There were more than double the number of Mac security updates versus the others. So if for nothing else, you need to upgrade upgrade because of those security updates no journal app more Mm -hmm. enhanced pdf fill-in features we got the message updates and we got the weather updates how many people need all of that weather info on their mac i guess if you're using the widget i don't know anyway so that's mac os i've got everything updated it didn't take very long to get it all done um so update call it good and uh let us know what you think about some of these new features all right, we're going to take a breath for just a minute. Just remind you to do all the things, the likes, shares, the follows, check out the show notes and stuff, because now I want to dive in and talk to iPads, and I'm hoping my voice holds out. I, just to remind you, I, we, I had a major coughing fit in the middle of this, and hopefully I get it all cut out <laughs> in post-edit. I actually had to stop Jason, and we had to go back and redo something, but um, my, I'm hoping my voice holds out. So what we want to do for the main topic today, let's review the current product line, and maybe Jason, you can talk through some of that, right? So that I can save my voice for some of this other stuff. And then we're going to talk about what we'd like to see next week from the Mac or next Mm -hmm. year, next week from the Mac, next year from the iPad. And then we're going to talk through the rumors and it's mostly Mark Gurman with Bloomberg. And we'll put a link to his 
um, power on newsletter, which is where this came from because everybody's pretty much just repeating his um, rumors. So um, we'll talk about those rumors by product and then we'll wrap up with some stuff. So Jason, just remind us of the state of the current iPad. Right, right. So starting off, the, the, the cheapest, because what they do whenever a new version comes out, right, they'll, they'll make the, the current version you know, the, the base, more inexpensive model, not by much, but it is. So starting off, we have the ninth generation iPad, right? This is the one that still has that physical home button on it. It is the perfect option for folks with younger children, you know, uh, toddlers to get them started with colors and numbers and stuff like that. It's a good one. I have now, three actively three being used gen? in my home. Right, right. They're not ninth gen. They're that style. Right. right. That, that model. Right. Yeah, they're the home, the bigger bezels because you want them because you're going to put massive cases on them and the home button, which is way easier for toddlers to do. Right. Than, right. And, than and the in a case, too. Right. Because you have to entomb yeah. it in one of those big foam rubber cases. Yep. yep. And uh, they can still hit that home button and access what they want. And it's like second nature for children. They know yeah. they press that home button. Yep. Screen comes on. They can get to what they want. Next is the 10th generation, right? So this one, I would say, is the more entry-level iPad. It has more upgraded features, the latest features on it for that entry-level iPad. Uh, it's 120 bucks, or is it 129 or it was 120? 120-ish more, something like yeah, that. Yeah, somewhere around that. And this is what I would recommend for students and uh, teenagers, older teenagers, even some young working adults and stuff like that, if your job just require you to have access to calendars and stuff like that. You know, everything's online, SharePoint, things like that. The 10th generation iPad is a good one, right? No home button, um, better screen, uh, believe Squared better speakers. Yeah, yeah, it's the, yeah. it's the modern design on it, right? It's not right. the original iPad design. Right. Then there's the mini, uh, which is one of Greg's favorite devices. It's, it's always on his list. I'm so surprised that he just doesn't use a, a regular full-size iPad. Quick sidebar. I know we're, we're, we're impressed with time. Greg used to have his mini, and it would fit in his jacket pocket on the way to meetings. He would grow, it grab it off of his does. desk and fit in his pocket. Yeah, yeah, it's, it still does. It, it was always your go-to device. I, I, I like, well, before the watch. You know, this was long before the watch. Yeah. So um, the, it's just a smaller version of the iPad, right? More, portable, more portability on a device that was already super portable anyway. Yeah. So, and more pricey uh, because they had to shrink everything. Right. And, and getting it's something with that screen technology, right? Because there's a beautiful screen on this thing. And that size is just not it just right. some it just drives the price up. Right. So the air. Now, we talked about this when we talked about the confusion of the product line. Right. The air was always the thinnest and most powerful of all the iPad. You know, well, the iPads look lower than that. Right. It was it was a, a thinner, lighter version, hence the name air. It always had the fancier features. It always got a faster processor, better screen, things like that. So now the Air is just kind of, it sits in between where it's just a little bit better than the 10th generation in some, some aspects, but it's not, um, I, I don't, I don't, again, it, it just adds to that confusion of the line or whatever. But yeah, it, it has the uh, Magic Keyboard. It has a faster processor, right? It has the M-Series chip in it. and um, which makes it not as powerful as the Pro, but more powerful than the... Um... Yeah, it's got older versions of the M-Series. That's the biggest right. difference, right? Is that instead of an A-Series processor, which is right. what goes in some of the phones, 
It's not the most recent A-series processor that they put in the 10th gen. They put right. an M-series in. But if you're buying this device, I don't know that the processor, the difference right. between those two processors is going to make that big of a difference. Now, compatibility with the keyboard, also not a big deal because you can buy third-party keyboards for that 10th right. gen iPad, and, no problem, and way cheaper than Apple's. Yeah, yeah. And it added the pencil support for the 10th generation. So really, again, I, I say this is so confusing, and I sound like I don't really have anything good to say about it, but it's really just a little bit better than, and I mean a little bit better than, than so yeah. it, just, it just doesn't, it seems like it's a little out of place, but maybe that'll clear up, um, um, you know, when, we, when they start re releasing uh, updated versions. So, uh, and then you have the Pro Series, right? The three that we talked about, the four that we talked about were all a base level, um, you know, from, from lower to, to kind of mid-range um, iPad with the Air being the most powerful of those iPads. And then you go into the Pro Series, right? These have improved displays, uh, better M chips, right? The, uh, the, the M1, M2, M3, um, improved cameras. Even the, the front-facing camera is way better than, than what you would get on, on the, uh, those entry-level iPads. Face ID, there's no home buttons on these things. They have power buttons and, and volume buttons, but uh, those and may no be going away ID. too. And no, yeah, touch, no ID touch ID in that power button, which is what you get in all the others that don't have have right. a, a home button. And that technology is great on my Mini, but it's not yeah. a Face ID. Yeah, yeah, it's not Face ID. And it's the latest uh, version of Face ID too. Um, it works like, it's, you don't realize that it's unlocking when you look at it. That's how fast it works. There's no like delay or anything like that. It's really cool. Uh, and improve everything, right? Better speakers, better better connector, right? There's no lightning connector. Um, uh, well, second gen and up. Uh, the, uh, the older ones still have the... the the lightning connector, but um, so there's two different sizes, right? You get the uh, the uh, was it ten point five or is it, I think they 10. just call it the eleven, 11. inch, yeah, yeah eleven and twelve point nine, inch, yeah. yeah, and yeah. twelve point nine, which is bigger, um, and and way more comfortable to uh, to you. You would think something that big would be not as portable or whatever, but but it is, it is, it feels way more comfortable. So, um, so there you have it really a confusing line you know i think and you know we had a whole episode where we talked about that way too many options for the average person um kind of confusing too if you want to go in if you're talking about price versus value and things like that when you add in the ipad air into that like what are you really getting for the price yeah. difference it, it it really confuses things so uh you have here what do, what do we want to see from the, the the new versions coming out right and I'm sure you're like me. We've seen rumors to where we're going to start 2024 right out the gate with new iPads. And then there's some rumors saying we're going to be waiting later in the year for yeah. new iPads. So we really don't know. We really don't know. It's, it's not clear. Greg and I both are hoping sooner rather than later. So I'm hoping the first quarter, you know, uh, uh, February, March kind of uh, thing. And, and as parts and stuff start leaking out, we'll know that they're in production and all of that. So we're, we, we always kind of look for parts to start leaking out, you know, cases and, and, and buttons and things like that. So, <clears throat> Jason, so what I do think we want to see? You and I okay. have, you know, based on that confusion, I think we both agree that it's not for us necessarily because we know exactly which iPads we are interested in and right. which we're not. Right. But right. I think we both want to see Apple clarify their lineup. 
Yes. And make it easier for a person to walk into a store and say, I need an iPad for the the sales associate at the Apple store to ask them two or three questions and know which one to recommend. And then right. same thing for us. And for those of you listening that you have people saying, hey, my grandma just gave me X amount of money for Christmas and I want to buy an iPad with it. Which one should I buy? Right. Well, immediately the answer is don't buy any of them. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> just wait. <laughs> Give us a minute. Let's but just wait. Beyond that, I think we both want some clarity and simplicity in the lineup, similar to what they've done with the MacBook now. I mean, the MacBook three months ago was confusing, completely it confusing. Was. And with the introduction, uh, introduction of the new MacBook Pros, they cleaned up the lineup. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and they kind of made it clear, clearer who should get what, right? With yes. the three different levels of, of chips and, and things like that. So, um, so let's, let's jump into it. What do we want to see? So definitely I want to see improved battery life, right? And you had this on the list. Thank you for putting this on the list because that was number one for me. I've been last night I was working on this thing and it literally, I got the pop-up saying you have 10% left, hit. Okay. Go do something else. I'm like, I'll, I'll get up in a minute or so and go and grab the charger and almost immediately 5% left. That's how fast this thing is draining. And, and, um, yeah, it, it's 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 frustrating. So improved battery life, which we should get with the M3, right? Yeah. We know the M3 is coming. We don't know if it's going to be, you know, Pro and Max, but we know we're at least going to get that that base uh, uh, M3 chip. Um, I do want a new form factor, right? And the and the uh, and the new iPad. Now I love these flat edges, right? I'm looking at the edges now on my on my Pro, and I'm looking at it around my. Uh, my 14, I love that flat edge. Not a fan of the rounded edges. And unfortunately, that's what the rumors are saying. <laughs> that those edges are going to round out uh, uh, more. I'm going for it either way, right? Yeah. I, I'm going to get it either way. But I really love flat, sharp edges on, 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 my, uh, on my devices. So um, if they decide to... Put the M3, go M3 Pro or Max or or um, just a base level Pro. I think I'll be I'll be down for a Pro that medium that that middle uh, ground yeah. on the uh, uh, you know I don't have a need for a Max if there is a Max or whatever whatever they call it you know if they call it the Ultra or the Max or whatever. But um, yeah, I would be down for M3 Pro. Um, you know, just just for the power management and things like that. I think it'll depend on what it allows us to do, which is your next one. And I'll talk about it too. But yeah. I mean, if, if, hey, we have an M3 Pro chip, but your M3 regular chip can do all the same things. Yeah. Then it's pointless. It's pointless, right? So the software, and this is what I mentioned earlier when I said there was not really much in iOS 17, iPad OS, iPad OS 17 for the, the iPad. You know, there was a few holdovers, a few improvements and things like that. but not not really anything that's going to take advantage of powerful desktop level software, right? We got Final Cut Pro, we got a few other things, but I'm hoping that they have a big iPad event and they say, hey, we're adding this, we're adding that, we're adding these new powerful features to take advantage of this new M3 Pro chip or M3 chip that's in the iPad. And we're adding this in in iOS 17.5 or, you know what I mean, or something like that. So we don't have to wait till WWDC again and then wait another 
three to four months for it to release in the fall to take advantage of these features. I'm hoping they held out some of this, some of these features that they're going to introduce when they introduce a new iPad. That's what fingers crossed. That's what I'm hoping for. I'd, what about I'd you? Sing, I'd sing dream, dream, dream to you, but I think my voice would fall apart. So. <laughs> right. So, but yeah, yeah. So software to take advantage of all the power is, yeah. is really what I want. That and battery life is, is really all you can ask for with, with the iPad Pro. And Jason, did you skip one of yours on purpose? Because I think this aligns with one of mine. Your second one, the Thunderbolt USB-C. Right, right. So yeah, I, I did skip that. I'm, I'm sorry. I guess I was rushing to start talking about the software. But yeah, an improved port, right? So the one on this one is pretty powerful now. It's USB-C, right? It can, it can drive a, an external monitor and stuff like that. But, you know, if it gets to... The version, the Thunderbolt version that you have in the in the MacBook, man, you know, maybe multiple monitor support, definitely a ton of other devices, external devices right now. Things are, it's pretty limited, right? You can hook an external microphone, an external camera and stuff, but man, with a more powerful port on it, you know, imagine the things you can add, you know, maybe even printers. I don't know why anybody right. would want to, you know, connect a printer directly to, to an iPad, but if you had to, right, if you're a server guy. You know, imagine being able to connect an adapter to, to, to be able to manage the server or something from your, from your iPad or, 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 um, you know, into a router or a switch or something like that, being able to physically hardwire into those things, you know, and use a, the pencil better... to navigate and right, do all right. of your things rather than having that. You're just holding the iPad in your hand and yeah. Yeah. So yeah. A Thunderbolt USB, an updated one. And, you know, would improve support for more devices and things like that. Um, it's not a deal breaker for me. You know, I, I don't need that, uh, especially, you know, since we're not, you know, doing this professionally, but um, definitely be a welcome addition. What, what yeah. do you think? I agree with that. Um, I'll do my simple one first, but please redo my mini. I mean, <laughs> mine's working fine, um, but I really think my mini needs to go down to my youngest because the iPad he has, I can't even put Disney Plus on it, for example. Because it right, was my mom's. Right. So, but redo my mini. And all I really need is the screen to be the modern screen. It needs a better screen and face mm-hmm. ID. Give me those two things. Actually, if you just gave me the screen, I'd be okay too. But please yeah. give me face ID too. And just let me tap on it, look at my face and move on. That I still use this device. I just don't see how I'll ever not have a place in my life right. for my mini. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk about it in the rumors. It's not very encouraging. So, but my other one um, can probably best be summarized with let let the 12.9 or the 13, if they move it to that, we'll talk about that, but make it a true MacBook replacement. Now, a yeah. lot of people wish for this. Um, here's specifically what I mean. Let me handle the video and audio streams on the iPad. So make yes. it podcast and YouTube creation friendly to the point where I can do what we're doing right now, which is I'm recording one video stream on Zoom. We think we might be using a new tool, so we'll see how that goes, right? But I've also got a separate audio thing here so that my audio can go multiple places. I can control all of that kind of stuff. And I'm just literally just using my MacBook. I'm not using a a, a media manager or any of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But let me do that kind of stuff because at that point, um, and I, I love this new Mac. I still would prefer to use iOS, right? Yes. So, yep. and if you can't do that, then give me virtual Mac OS 
and let right. me remote into it, right? So right. either of those, because it makes, it gives me the ability to, to actually do all of my job straight from an iPad. And so, which then I could put cellular on it and, you know, do all the things. I wouldn't have some of the challenges that I had in, uh, when I was at Thanksgiving, right? Trying to do right. some of our stuff. So I know that's a big wish. I'm probably not going to get it. But here's the second half of that wish. I want the redone keyboard and I want them to make it into a laptop style keyboard, but also have the ports. So make it into a USB C right. hub right. or a dock. And yeah, we, talked we talked about, about that. that. Federico mm-hmm. brought that up and I was like, oh yeah, I'm in on that. So, you know, let me buy a, a one terabyte because I probably would buy the one terabyte just to get the extra RAM and stuff like that. Let yeah. me buy a one terabyte. Let me buy the accessory that's my hub and my combo keyboard so that I can plug my microphone into it, a monitor, anything, right, that I need to plug into it, you know, external yeah. camera, like, or use continuity camera from my phone, any of those kinds of things. Let me do that kind of stuff so that I can do what I'm doing right now. because. All of the rest of the things that I do, I could do without the MacBook. Right. Yeah. That's my yeah. wish list. So I do have a few things like we, we mentioned. I hadn't seen these rumors lately. Um, but remember, they were talking about going bigger, like maybe even a 15 inch. I hadn't seen much of that lately, which, which is kind of a bummer because I would go as, as big as they would make it. I would, I would max it out. So I would definitely jump on a 15. but um a 15 inch uh, uh ipad pro so hadn't seen that, that lately but that that's another thing yeah. too that i would add on the list i don't know if you would go that big maybe you'll keep I, it if, around 12 if, if i could buy the new mini and the new pro at the same time right i don't see that as a problem yeah because then i've got the portability when i need it and the other one becomes my working computer But yeah. let's talk about yeah. let's talk about some of the rumors then. So most of this is going to come from Mark Gurman's uh, Power On newsletter, like I said, and we'll put a link to that. If you haven't, if you don't subscribe to that, you absolutely should, mm-hmm. um, because most everybody just kind of repeated what he was saying for the most part. But let me just go by product. I'll go through these pretty quickly so we can wrap up here in the next ten minutes or so. But the Pro is going to get the M3 chip, and hopefully that'll solve your battery problems. Right, right, Jason. And yeah. I still wonder if you've got something funky going on with your battery and but i know a lot of other people have reported that too so but m3 chip hopefully that solves the battery problem oled screen and small screen size bump so this is going to be a higher quality screen yep um and going from 12.9 to 13 a tenth of an inch may not seem like a whole lot but hey we'll take as much as we can get yeah updated design the rounded edges I think I disagree with Jason. I'm all in on these rounded edges. It feels really, really <laughs> nice. Now, what I want from that keyboard combo, I don't want that new uh, Magic Keyboard that's more like a laptop to require me to put it into a full case, right? I want right. the, I want it to magnet. I want magnets on all the things, right? Right. right. Just let it magnet to a a, a back case so mm-hmm. that I can just pop it out, right? I mean, that was one of the things I liked about the bridges. They just had those little hinges. Right, that and it just kind of and... snapped on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so that was fine, and that worked just fine. So, And what I liked about those two is, right, is when they had the ones with the center hinge, you could actually turn the tablet around and lay it back down on top of the 
keyboard yeah. if you didn't want to pull it out and then you had a writing surface. So we'll see what they do with that, but make the design compatible with all that kind of stuff. Updated keyboard. There's again, these are the rumors and then March is the timeline for the pro. So yes, please yeah. um, figure that out. So the iPad air, they said now is going to come in two sizes. It's only one right now, which is the 10.9. They're going to have a big version of the air. And it's not going to get the M3. It'll get the M2. Currently, it has the M1. Yeah. So, But what they're going to do here is they're not going to make the new keyboard compatible with the Air. So it will be the existing Magic keyboard for the 12.9-inch iPad Pro mm -hmm. that will be compatible with the Air. So you talked about right how on the MacBooks, they started making it obvious who should get what. Well, that's another way to do this. It's got the M2, not the M3. Right. And it's not compatible with the higher end accessories. So now you're really starting to distinguish right. between those. And the air should be in the middle. It should obviously be in the middle, right? Yeah. Yep. And two sizes, that's fine. But then so, what they're doing... Uh, let, me, yeah. let me just say too, such a weird rumor. And we know Mark Gurman's, he's an insider, right? He's not, he's not sitting there making up stuff. Yeah, this how is much such is a weird rumor, rumor. How much is rumor versus deliberate leak? Right, right. This, this has to be true, right? This is such a ru rumor for somebody to create. This has to be true. And this is why, you know, that's why we love Gurman, right? He's getting yeah. some insider information, yeah. a deliberate leak. So I like that. And then the 11th gen will replace the 10th, and then they'll also start phasing out the 9th gen. So no more home button. Yeah. Now, I do think that's interesting. Do they then resell the 10th gen? at that 329 price point so that they can right. keep that education market. So we'll see what happens, but none of that's supposed to come till later in the year. And then yes, I'm sighing. I'm not trying to cough, although it may make me may make me cry and cough, but the mini is coming later in the year and we just don't have a whole lot of details about what right. that be. If they just uh pop a processor in that thing, that is not what I want from this thing. So, you know how on that I don't know which episode we mentioned this, but I said I probably have room for a mini and 11 and a 12.9 in my life. Mm -hmm. Well, if they just pop a processor in the mini, I'm going to have to seriously consider possibly even the Air, right, as my new reading device. Right. If it's got that much better of a screen. Because I, I, I want the size of my mini, but I want my iPhone 15 Pro Max screen. Right. Right. That's what I want. So. No, yeah. if they just and make it, a full phone, I'd be that. fine. <laughs> so I had a customer a few weeks back too, and she pulled out her phone and she's I'm like, hey, I've never seen one of those up close. So I actually got to hold one and look and I look for exactly what I felt would be annoying to me is that little seam in the middle. And yeah, I, I didn't like that. So. Yeah. Was it <laughs> uh Samsung? Really cool. Yeah, it was one of those Samsung foldables. Yeah, I got to tell you, the new one, whichever newest folding phone Marquez Brownlee reviewed and was talking up, mm -hmm. doesn't seem to have that problem. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. I, and I know it'll go away eventually. I know this is still early releases of, of these phones, but it'll go away to where it's not even noticeable and different size screens and stuff. So, yeah. 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 We'll see. All right. Here's the question. Three questions. Take these rumors that Mark Gurman has given us. Put aside mm -hmm. our wants and desires and all that kind of stuff. Question number one is, 
Would you be satisfied? Let's just talk about two things. Does this clarify the market enough for you? And based on the pro stuff, because I know you're not going to buy anything but the pro for yourself. Based on what Mark's saying, if they do these things, are you satisfied with the changes for next year? I am. I I think that it does clarify, right? And I hate to make things so simple because when you're talking about technology, nothing's really that simple. But to the average consumer, you want small, medium, and large, right? You want those three options, maybe a fourth option if, if, if you can squeeze it in there. But small, medium, and large, right? Small being the intro level, uh, 11 gen iPad, which again, the rumors are saying it's not going to come at the same time as the other iPads. We're, we're probably looking right. at September on that one, but entry level iPad, your, your more student school driven focus, uh, uh, air, right. And your pro model for your professionals and people who need to do a little more heavy lift, lifting, small, medium, and large. And this gives us that. Now, again, yeah. we don't know if the pros are going to be broken down into process, you know, levels and things like that, which will be fine. Because the majority of people would get that entry M3 uh, uh, processor. Yeah. So I do, I, I do. I think this clears it up a lot, right? Certain accessories aren't going to work. So it looks like the Air is going to have its own set of accessories, keyboards, pencil. Well, pencil support will probably be for all of them. But, you know, its own cases and stuff like that. Same thing with the, uh, with the entry level, the 11 Gen. And the Pros, of course, always have their own, their own accessories. Yeah. So, yeah, I think this clears it up a lot. I know old school um, catalogs used to have good, better, best, right? Right. They had the good right. quality of shoe, the better quality of shoe, and then the best. Right. And so, yeah. So if somebody, so here's question number two. Somebody comes to you and says, I want to buy an iPad. Is your answer easier now? It, it is easier if we didn't have to, if they don't have to wait till September for the, for okay, the let's assume day. it's, Let's assume it's holiday buying season next year, mm-hmm. and we have all of these new ones. Right. Somebody comes because we'll and have says, everything by then. Jason, which iPad do I buy? What do you recommend if all okay. of this stuff comes true? Who are you buying it for? Are you buying it for your child, someone in elementary school, elementary to middle school, um, maybe even high school? Let's say elementary to high school. Who are you buying it for? Are you buying it for a, a, a child? Is it for learning, uh, entertainment, things like that? Eleven Gen all day college student uh some high school students because you know they're artists. doing dual courses artists yep yep anybody who wanted to get into um you know producing podcasts or videos or social media and things like that i'm going to say go with the air we know that that's going to be a little more powerful uh it, it's going to have some tools and accessories and stuff that's going to help aid that right maybe not a pro yet because we're still talking about a, a you know um you know, a young adult or, or a child. So definitely an heir or something like that. Professionals, you work for a living, uh, well, you, you know, you, everyone works for a living. You, you, uh, you earn money on these devices and things like that. Pro all day. Even if your job is a little more tech intensive, right? You need access to calendars. Like I said, things like SharePoint online, things like that. Uh, uh, multiple, you're having to remote in uh, VPN and stuff like that to get to your desktop. External monitor. External monitor support. External camera. Like that. Yep. Yeah. Pro all day. Pro all yep. day. Maybe the base model for most people, right? Maybe that base M3 is going to be what you need, right? Anything more than that, maybe there'll be an M3 Pro or, or 
like you said, you get the the bigger model, you the the, the more capacity you get, and you know a little extra RAM boost and things like that. But for the most part, it'll be that entry level pro. Yeah, and I think I agree with everything you've just said. The one thing I'll say about the Air, I think about is if they are, have a MacBook and the Air is a supplement, so mm-hmm. that they can do some of their MacBook things when they're not at home. Right. Right. Then I think the Air is a good complement there. Right. Because it's got more power. All those kinds yeah. of things. That was the other thing I was thinking. So if I if it was a college student and they were going to be able to have a MacBook Air and an iPad Air. That's yeah. probably a great combination of those yeah, two. Yeah, good combination. I think two so. Two things. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, too, for the battery life, because we, when we talk about, you know, the MacBook Air or even, you know, MacBook Pro, um, the battery life's awesome on yours. I'm, you know, I'm impressed daily about your battery life, but the iPad Air is still going to be better. The, the yeah. battery life is still going to be way better on those things. So long classes, they're away from chargers, they're in and out of different. Uh, facilities, different buildings and stuff around campus or between work and, and campus and, and football practice or things like that, the air alone is going to have better battery life than even the pro models, I think. Yeah. And musicians, artists, any of those right. kinds of things, even if they're doing editing and remixing and all that kind of stuff and need a MacBook for that, if mm-hmm. I look at, um, like I've been watching some of Dustin's end of year concerts mm-hmm. and... um. This is the first time I've seen them sing with the Houston University of Houston choir, mm-hmm. and eighty percent of the choir students were holding iPads right. instead of sheet music. Right, and right. I knew the orchestra did that because they've all got twelve point nines for the most part. They've got twelve point nine inch iPads. They set them on their stand, and they've got Bluetooth uh, page turners that they tap with their toe yep. to turn the pages. Right, <laughs> nice. and it's just everybody does that. Even like the um, orchestra at Temple Square here. We mm-hmm. watch them. They've all got them too, right? So those kinds of industries have moved to this digital. Yeah. It's got to be cheaper than printing off paper copies. But I finally noticed that U of H choir had mostly iPads held up there too. And so yeah. if you're that musician, if I'm going to sit it on a stand the whole time, I want as big as I can possibly get. Right. If I'm holding yeah. it in my hand for an hour and a half concert, yep. I probably want the 11-inch, right? Yeah, but they're mostly going to do it. And Dustin has had an iPad Pro his entire college career. Yeah. So he had an older version the first two years, then he went on his mission and we sold it. And when he came back, because it was two more years later, right? The tech. So we bought him a brand new one, and he still uses that today. And on occasion, he has to go sign in at the library or something to to do something. But he has done everything in a four year degree to be a musician. Yeah, on an iPad Pro. And matter of fact, so he graduates in May. I guess I better start thinking about a graduation present because it might be time to. It'll be upgrade just in tech. time for the new for the new pros. Yep. Yeah, just in yeah. time, Dustin. Forget you heard that if you listened to this episode. <laughs> all right, so I agree with all that stuff you said. So here's the ultimate question: This stuff mm-hmm. happens, or we get some of the things we want. Are you buying next year? And if so, what? Yes. Yeah, so based on not even the rumors based on the the gimmies that we know right the the given we we it's given it's going to have an m3 it's given that the screen is going to be oled right we've even this model that i have it was rumored that it was supposed to have oled and you know what i mean so based on the things that i know we're getting because if apple doesn't do it 
they're going to they're going to piss a lot of people off if they don't. So we know that these things are coming. So based on that, I'm I'm in, right? The experience well, the I had with my pro, biggest pro you can get, right? Yeah, the biggest the biggest pro I can get with the M3 and the OLED, I'm in off the off the bat, right? So and you add in the other things, the things that we wanted, the things that, you know, th- some of the other rumors and stuff like that. You add all of that in, that's just extra for me, you know. So, yeah. So I'm in the biggest pro um max out size maybe not maybe i'll go like 512 or something a terabyte is is uh i I continually go i think i should have went the reverse i should have got more storage on my iphone and less on the ipad because i I continually go with way more space than i need so 512 are you gonna gonna bite the bullet and buy the new keyboard because i know how much you love to buy crap keyboards yeah, yeah, that's that's like a hobby for me. Um, I don't know because this one uh, is still, <laughs> I, I'm still surprised that I spent so much on this one. But uh, we'll see, we'll see if Apple makes Jason, it reasonable. I'm gonna tell you right now, if they do the software things that we want them to do, right. that allows you to plug in your microphone and a camera and all this other stuff into the ports that they build into the keyboard. Right. I'm telling I'm you, need it. you're gonna need it. Right, because yeah. yeah. we want this podcast to keep going the way it's going. So right, right, and and you know, need versus want. Yeah, if I if I need it at the time, if it's just you know, and if it's a release too, if Apple doesn't pull a a new Apple lately, they'll say, oh, the keyboard will be out later this summer, but the the yeah. tablet will be out in in, in March. Um, I'll jump on it, but yes, I will be getting a keyboard if it's uh, if it's reasonable. What about any of the others for family members or anybody else and? that you have in your circles so my my daughter's night gen is still a really good i think it's still for what she uses it for right and my grandson his night gen is is uh, uh the same so they're not going to be doing anything more than what they're doing so they're going to stay on those my son he likes that old air you know my my old macbook air um I don't see him switching to an iPad. I don't, I don't see anyone else using an iPad here in my home uh, other than those two. So, no, I'll, I'll probably just, you know, ha- have them stick out those, those night gens until they're, you know, they're unable to install apps or get updates or things yeah. like that. So the Air, you know, it seems like it's going to be an awesome device, but, again, just doesn't, doesn't fit in in, in, in our home. No one at that age range that, that will need that extra power that uh that will really justify it. So, no, no, just a pro. It's, right. it's going to be coming to our household. How about you? I mean, I know you well, just me, said. I got one get... more question for you, though. <laughs> okay. Assuming limited budget, which we know we have, do you buy the iPad or do you buy the Vision Pro? Um, Yeah, so the Vision Pro, remember, I was still all in. On, on that thing and i and i still i still want it so after we we had a conversation a few conversations about it unless we do try to jump on something different with the show right we talked about uh trying to jump in on that on that bleeding edge on on things on podcasting unless we're going to do that i really don't have a need to pay so much for a device to just play yeah. around with you know what i mean yeah. so i'm still open to it right if we're going to have a business driven purpose for it or, or future for the show or something like that. I'm still in on it. But um, as of now, just to play around with, uh, I probably won't jump on it. 
at least right yeah, away. I mean, so I'll if pro, you, I'll if, iPad if pro. If you start adding up the math, right? So you've got, let's say $2,500 for the iPad plus the new keyboard, right? right? Then you've got $3,500 for the Vision Pro. Right. Then you've got another $1,500 in the fall for the new iPhone. Right. I mean, you start to run into this seven to ten thousand dollar range yeah. of stuff, and maybe we get the the new version of the Ultra this fall too. So we haven't even counted that in. So that's where I start to do some of the math and go, yeah. I mean, honestly, I think here's what will tip it for me. Um, I want the iPad Pro if I can replace all of my work- workflow. Yes. Right. If I can replace everything but recording this two or so hours that you and I record mm-hmm. every week, I still would want to go to that iPad, right? So if I can do yeah. all of our editing, all of our exporting, all of the publishing, all of my consulting business, all of that kind of stuff, right? If I can do all of that except for an hour and a half, mm-hmm. I'll kind of, I'll be very grateful that I didn't upgrade my MacBook anymore yeah. than I did, right? Um, but I would still be in on as big of an iPad Pro as I can get. Yep. And um, so, and yeah, I mean, if they said, yeah, we're going to do the Pro chip in this and the Pro chip is going to enable multiple monitors or cameras and multiple audio streams and that kind of stuff, then absolutely, right? I mm-hmm. won't buy the entry-level one. I'll buy that next level up. And I think you will too, because right. you know, I would love to be able to say we're a podcast and we don't do anything on the podcast that's not done on an iPad, right? Yeah. Um, and again, it's not that I don't, I love my Mac. It looks great. It functions fantastic. It's exactly what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, if it was just running iPad OS, I'd be right. even happier, right. right? So there's where I stand on the iPad Pro. Um, I want a new mini. Now, if they just throw a processor in it, I probably will still upgrade it because my grandson that's got the older one need something mm-hmm. that will run Disney plus for example. Cause that's where most of the shows that he watched Disney's owning right. his childhood, just like mine. So, <laughs> right, right. But my oldest granddaughter, what could change there is she is such an artist or wants to do crafts and she's always drawing on paper and she's got an iPad and you can get them the stylus, right? Cause she's got a ninth gen or eighth or seventh. Anyway, that style. Right. Yeah. And so she can draw on that, but it's not the same as drawing with a nicer Apple Pencil. Not even the Apple version, right? But like the Logitech Crayon or something like that. Yes. And so if she really sticks with that, by this time next year, I might be thinking, well, maybe I get her whichever one is the lowest level that mm-hmm. gives her better art opportunities, right? That would allow right. her to draw constantly and, and do some of those kinds of things because she just... She'll sit there and do this. And she doesn't listen to the podcast, so I can say this. But for Christmas, we got her a massive art set. It's got like markers and crayons and watercolors and all of this kind of stuff. It's just this massive set of stuff. And then we also got her uh, a little bench desk kind of thing for her birthday. Her birthday's right after Christmas. Okay. And we got that because she'll sit at the kitchen table and have stuff spread out and be working on this stuff for hours. Using all of the time. tools, all of the yeah. all of the brushes, all of the pencils. And yeah. Yeah. So we're going to give her that desk and it'll have little containers underneath it that she can store stuff in and it'll be her place to sit and do her art. So that may 
if they just swap a processor into the mini and she goes down that path and we decide we want her to have something from artistry, then mm-hmm. I just get her the air, let's say, and I give her current eighth or ninth gen, whatever it is, right. to the youngest, and I just hang on to my mini because, again, it's functioning fine. I mean, how many times have I replaced this thing? Right. So, <laughs> um, but it's doing what it needs to do. So I think that's, that's where I'm at. Karen's iPad, her 11-inch iPad Pro is getting a little mm-hmm. long in the tooth. Yeah. Honestly, I think if she needs a new one this year, I'm going with the 11th gen. Yeah. I would go with the 10th gen right now. I mean, she doesn't do anything on this except for read and her social media stuff that she likes to do and mm-hmm. those crazy games that have 4 billion ads. Right, them, right. <laughs> that I can't convince her to just go in and pay to, to remove the ads. So, so she doesn't she doesn't work on it at all. No, no work stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I think the eleven gen. Even the, back then, even I the bought 10th it. Gen, right? Yeah, I mean, back then I bought it because she wanted the Apple Pencil. At least she thought she did, and then she never used it. Never used it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that those are the iPads that I would see potentially. If this stuff comes true, so yeah. So and it's looking like because again, German, you know, like you said, there's some intentional leaks, right? They they and and Apple's they've been known to intentionally leak stuff to try to plug leaks and all of that. But I think in the case of German, I think he's got some pretty credible credible sources that he's getting this information from, and a lot of these rumors are just too weird a rumor to not be true. Right. Yeah. If you're going to make something up, make something up juicy, make something up headline catching and stuff like that. Um, this whole thing with the keyboard and some accessories like that, it just doesn't sound like a rumor that, that yeah. would just catch headlines. So I'm thinking that that's, that's more true. It sounds like there's some exciting things coming for the air, so, which, is, which is a really good mid-range iPad, I think. Yep. And then I didn't mention this, but if Dustin ends up needing a new one, he's going to take a year off from school, but he'll still be playing and working so i may make him right. buy his own but if he asked me hey i want to it's time for me to get the newer one mm-hmm. it's the largest pro he can yeah. get for him well we ran longer than i thought we would boy am i glad we didn't try and stick anything else in this episode yeah. right because we would have <laughs> been in trouble do you want to tell us what we're going to do next week yeah so next week we're going to continue our these are our end of the year episodes right so we talked about our favorite tech from this year we're going to talk about what we're looking forward to next year, right? So sort of like we did with the iPad today. What are we looking forward to? What are some of the things on our wish list? But we're going to open it up to all tech, right? Especially smart home tech. CES is coming up and CES is full of robot vacuums and flying vacuums and vacuums that, that mop now and, and, and just all kinds of smart home tech. So just some of the things we want to see from some of the technology that we love in our lives. Now, stick around for the post-show because we're going to talk about the Nintendo Switch. Right. Uh, I think it'll be pretty quick, but it's something I'm excited about. So, again, I'm, I'm rocking a 2019 Switch Mario Edition, which is important to know that right. it is the Mario Edition. So, it's got the really nice red controllers, and it came with a really nice case and all that kind of stuff. But, but yeah, so we'll talk about the Switch in the post-show. And then just a heads up, Jason and I both need a break. So yes. the week of Christmas, we are not going to drop an episode. We're not going to record an episode. 
We're not even going to drop shorts. Yeah. No nothing. So our channels and stuff are going to go silent the week of Christmas. Um, So just be ready for that. And then we'll come back the first week of January, um, talk about maybe any geek stuff we got. Remember, it wasn't just tech shopping list, but we did geek kind of shopping list stuff. We can talk about any of the geek stuff we got for Christmas. And then, you know, maybe by then we'll start to hear some more rumors about the March release of stuff or the Vision Pro. So plan on that. That's our programming notes. We'll remind you of that again next week. Until then, go do all the things. Like, share, follow, subscribe. And Jason, how are you closing us out today? Well, remember the old days of when we used to line up in front of the Apple store. So I hear people are already lining up for that iPad Pro coming in March. So I'll see you guys in line. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. All right, thanks, everybody. <laughs> thanks, see you next week. Well, thanks for sticking around. This is our post show. I know we like to go geeky, but for things we're looking forward to next year. So when we, when we were trying to figure out how to split this stuff out, there are certain things that Jason and I are super passionate about that cross over. Right. And iPads is probably the biggest one. Apple in general, actually, and geeky tech and some of that kind of stuff. But when we think about what we want to see next year, I think it's safe to say number one for me is I want to see the new iPads because I want to see how far I can push yeah. my work um, onto an iPad. So um, that was number one. And then I thought, you know what? Let's do the fun one that I know Jason and I are both passionate about, and he's got one sitting up above his shoulder. Right. Um, that's right the here. Nintendo Switch. And uh, I actually, so, you know, having been sick, just a little side story, but having been sick, one of the side effects, which makes me wonder if I actually had COVID, um, but I've had some insomnia. And oh, yeah. so I haven't been able to sleep great, which is not good for healing. And um, I had gotten stuck. We Wyatt and I both paid the 99 bucks or whatever it was for the remastered Lego Star Wars Skywalker series. Mm-hmm. So it's all 12, three, six. No, it's all nine movies, right? All yeah. nine Skywalker uh, movies. And we both bought it because we had two switches and right. we didn't want to share. <laughs> so <laughs> right. we both bought it, but uh, I breezed through the prequels pretty easy and A New Hope. So I got hung up on Hoth in Empire Strikes Back in it. Yeah. And I've, it's never been my favorite scene, the scenes on the ice and all that kind of stuff. And I had gotten hung up on this one place. And so, but the other day I was tired of playing baseball and um, I went in and just logged back in and I just breezed through that section. And I right. went, oh, okay. <laughs> that so, always happened know, to me. All, all through yeah. my childhood, it always, yep. But it's been months, right? And so, but now I'm in, uh, so then I went to Dagobah and, you know, then I fought Darth Vader and got to hear him say, Luke, I am your father, right? Yep. And um, <laughs> uh, side note, in uh, now I'm in Return of the Jedi. And that's actually my favorite of the three originals is Return of the Jedi. But in the part where they're in Dagobah and he realizes that Leia is his sister and then he starts to kind of cough like he's going to throw up a little bit because, you know, he kissed yeah. her. Um, and that reminded me of a song one of the groups did that was, uh, it's a movie marathon or it's a movie highlights. So they sing the Indiana Jones and all that kind of stuff. But one of the lines in there, um, Luke, we're grateful that you saved everyone, but why did you have to kiss your sister? And, uh, <laughs> so that's what it reminded me of. But and it was really funny in the Lego stuff cause they put all the humor in and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. actually it's been great. So I'm going to get through it and then I'm going to move on to the, the Ray versions of them and, 
go through that. So I really enjoy my Switch. Now, I said this in the other show, but it's a 2019 Mario edition. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because I had thought about buying it. And it was on my list. And I had talked to a few people about buying it. And yeah. my uh, I got laid off. So yeah. it was like the week I was going to go buy it, I got laid off. So that didn't happen. And so I had told everybody and my grandma, Mama Bear came out from her, right? I mean, my mom wasn't thrilled that I got laid off, but my grandma was just super, super mad right? that I had gotten laid off. And the next thing you know, I get a text from my sister that says, uh, Grandma's going to buy you the Switch. <laughs> and I'm like... What? Grandma to the rescue. Yeah, and she's like, Grandma's going to buy it, so I need to make sure I know exactly which one you want. And so they had the Mario edition. They had it at the Walmart down there. Mm-hmm. My sister ordered it for her, and my grandma goes in to pick it up. So this is my 80-year-old grandma going in to pick up the Nintendo Switch, right? And um, she calls my sister and says, Are you sure this is the right one? It doesn't even come with a game. Right. It came with a <laughs> like a $20 online store. Right, credit, the, the right. eShop credit, yep. So yeah, so that's the one that I have. The first game I bought with the credit was Contra. Up, yep. up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B-A-B-A, start, right? I mean, you got to right. get that. So uh, that was the first one I bought, and I got the, I've got the subscription, so I can play all the stuff that they have on there. So yeah, I mean, I love my Switch. Right. But I did not get the OLED when it came out, and I think you did, right? So tell us what you have. Right. So I have the um, the Legend of Zelda, the Tears of the Kingdom uh, OLED Switch, right? So it's funny because I actually got a that's Switch. That's not the one that's up above you, is it? It is. So I have a weird thing with, with controllers. I'll, I'll go into that. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll mention it later. I have a weird thing with the with the controllers, especially for these, uh, these, uh, these the special edition of these consoles and stuff. Like I... I I literally have old Xbox controllers from like the Halo editions or whatever that I don't use. So it's a weird thing with me. Um, but this is the OLED, the, the Legend of Zelda Switch. I just use my old Joy-Cons um, um, on it. And um, so weird story. I got a Switch for Christmas last year, right as the rumors started swirling about the special edition. So I'm like, wow, I never get to buy one of these special editions because I already have the system or something like that. I'll just buy the game or whatever. But I'm like, it's so close. Let me, uh, let me return this one, hold on to my credit. And I'm dying to play. I'm, I'm dying to play the game. I'm dying to, to jump back into the old uh, breath of the wild, just to replay it, to prepare myself for the new one. Um, my, uh, it's sitting right here. Link's awakening was another one that I was just dying to play these games. But I said, okay, let me be reasonable. I'm not going to use this switch and then buy a whole nother switch, you know, two months later, three months later, as it turned out. So returned it, kept the credit, bought this one. So it is the, the, the OLED version of the uh, of the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom switch. So and I love it. I love it. It, it is. It is really awesome. So the rumor is and this is why we wanted to talk about this, and I hope this rumor is true. At least mm-hmm. most of it. There's one part of it I don't like. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So, later in 2024 at this point, at first it sounded like maybe early 2024, but I kind of doubt it. Well, I don't know. Because Ol- I've been seeing early 2024, which 
kind of got me excited too. But remember I told you I'm not going to jump like right out of the gate and, and jump on it. But I think this is one of those things, those Apple things, we really don't know. Nintendo's really playing this close to the vest. We may get these earlier in the year too from some pretty Bring reputable sources. You know, no Mark Grannons of the Nintendo world, but I'm hearing earlier rather than later. Well, so OLED screen, of course, because they've already got an OLED version, but 4K yes. output. 4K, yes. And then improved hardware. I mean, the functionality, the size, all that kind of stuff, maybe make the screen a little bigger. But, right. and, you know, thinner and lighter would be awesome with this. But all the rest of the functionality, I think, is fine. But it's the improved hardware that we want to see, right? It's kind of like mm-hmm. gaming on your phone or on your um iPad, that's when the inside interior hardware. So, right. yeah, if they, I mean, it doesn't really matter. I, I'm going to be honest. Anything they release next year will be better than what I have. Right. So I'll be buying one. Right. I mean, it's just pretty much that simple. The only question is which one? Do I wait for a special edition? You know, what do I do? So I'm going to be buying one. So you right. said you're waiting, right? Not going in on day one. So, and we'll talk about this too when we talk about some of the uh, some of the rumors. But the only way that I'm upgrading right out of right out of the the blocks is uh, if they force my hand with you know special features, DLC exclusives, and things like that. So we'll talk about well, that. But no, if, let's t- let's just hit that now. That rumor. Right. Tell us about the one rumor that would blow all of our plans out of the water. Right. So the um, so the switch two is is. There's a lot of remake rumors, right, that, that are swirling around, right? So there's some remakes of some Zelda games, Ocarina of Time, uh, Link to the Past, some some updated, uh, of course, they're going to have updated graphics, right? They're going to be upscaled to 4K and all of that, um, that are supposed to be released around the same time, right? And if this is the case, I'm going to want all of those games, uh, along with DLC for... Uh, Tears of the Kingdom, right? If if some of these DLC or some of these features are exclusive to that Switch too, then yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on it. I hate to play that game, you know what I yeah. mean? That that was the same deal with the uh, the Ultra Two, right? I'm not gonna upgrade for two or three features. Why are you doing this to me, Apple? But Nintendo is kind of different, right? I don't know. I don't know. To me, yeah. I mean. I mean, I read backwards compatibility. So the rumor is there won't be any backwards compatibility. So right. I can read that one of two ways. I can read that as I won't be able to play the new games on the old devices. I can also right. read that as I may not be able to play the old games on the new hardware. Right. Both of which are a problem for me. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to upgrade no matter what. My other one will stick around. It seems like it's working just fine. And... Maybe it's time for me to introduce my grandkids are into, they call them yoga videos, but over the pandemic, there was just hundreds and thousands of videos released that were designed to get kids moving. Yeah. And they released some of them where you were, it was like Mario or Luigi and you're going through, so they've got backgrounds and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So the one day I was actually playing Mario and my granddaughter looked over my shoulder and she's like, is that Mario? And I'm like, how do you even know who Mario is? And it's because she's been watching Mario on those other right. things. So it might be time to start introducing the grandkids to those using the older Switch. But yeah, I mean, for you, and we'll talk about the games that are rumored to come out here in just a second, but yeah, yeah if they force your hand, I could see you yeah. having to yeah. put a second mount 
up there behind you. <laughs> right, so that you can... right. So it's not good news, but we know Nintendo, they're notorious for making us rebuy games, right? How many times have you purchased that Contra? I think how many times have I purchased games like Golden Axe, Donkey Kong, some of those older Mario games, Zelda games, which I love on every system over and over again. So they're notorious for having us rebuy the same game over and over again. Thankfully, when they do remakes like the Wind Waker HD or whatever, they make it worth it, right? They're not just giving you the same version on a different system, right? Right. So hopefully this is not just a ploy, you know, some kind of thing just to get us to subscribe to the eShop or those subscriptions for yeah. those virtual machines and stuff like that. Because if they do, bad Nintendo. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, the um, I pay the $20 a year. Right, for the Nintendo right. Online subscription. Which is not and bad. I, I play it's all those bad. games, right? Yeah. I mean, I play the old version of pro wrestling, and I'm always Starman. Um, and I've played boxing, and I play the original yeah. Mario, and all those kinds yeah. of things. I mean, it's just great to have those. Not so much the later-gen consoles, but that original, you know, that original console. Or as Sheldon would say, you know, playing Mario was the best 600 hours of his childhood um, <laughs> right it's a big bang theory reference i don't watch the whole show but i have seen that clip but um but yeah i mean i think it's worth it for that kind of stuff because i, I mean i paid for contra now yep. it's the whole contra pack so it's all the contra games um, okay. but i only play one of them yeah and it's the, the one that one. i yeah it's the one that i always played but they've got the japanese version and the japanese arcade version and they're all different but I only play that one. And so that's great. Um, so yeah, I like that they do that. And like with this Lego star Wars, it's great. I mean, I had played Lego star Wars before mm -hmm. and it's got a lot of content, not as much. So one of my favorite Lego games ever, there's two Harry Potter, the full series, that right. Lego game was fantastic on the switch and the Incredibles. Okay. It just had some really good gameplay. Uh, you know, but this one's really good. It was worth, I can't remember if I paid 70 or 90 bucks, right? Because I got all the expansion packs and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't remember how much it was, but it's definitely worth it. So what's funny, because I won't pay 60 bucks for a game on my phone. And I struggle to pay $60 for games on the Switch, but mm -hmm. I do it for certain things. So let's talk game uh, rumors. Do you want to kind of take us down through this list we have? Yeah, yeah, so a, a new 3D Mario. Now, this is on, on all of the guys I've subscribed to and, and all of the, the rumor mills and stuff. This is coming, right? So this is going to be 2024. And um, so I see you have here using the Unreal Engine. It's supposed to be something similar to how, like, Breath of the Wild and, and all it is. So not necessarily the Unreal Engine because, uh, you know, Nintendo, they're, gonna, they're not going to pay somebody uh, on what using their most valuable property, which is Mario, and then pay somebody a royalty to use the engine or something. So definitely it's going to be a similar engine to the Unreal Engine. But um, this is coming in 2024. So this is one of those rumors that we can say, we don't know when, but we know that it's coming, right? Uh, yeah, there was only one of these on the list that didn't have a rumored release next year, and I think that was the bottom one. Okay, okay. Um. A new Mario Kart, which is rumored to be the release title with the Switch 2. That's from Can't what I'm go hearing. Wrong. Yeah, Can't yeah. Go wrong new with Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. Yeah. That that is a that is a good move. If it's not a, the, the 3D Mario, a Mario Kart with the release is is a good move by Nintendo. 
that's going to sell a lot of units. So Final Fantasy VII remakes. Now, there's some older Final Fantasy remakes that are more popular than the original release of those games. So um, this is this is a good move. Uh, Tomb Raider 1, 2, 3 remastered. Mm, I don't know if Tomb Raider is still as relevant. The newer the newer version, the newer iterations of those are, are back. They're popular. They, they kind of gel with those movies that were released and people like those. I don't know if people are going to jump on these old Tomb Raiders. So maybe we'll see. Uh, Mario versus Donkey Kong. Now, this was new to me. I don't know if this is this is going to be. Kind of a, a Smash Brothers kind of kind of, you know, deal or if it's going to be more of like an RPG kind of feel to it or. I don't know. I don't know. This one was a, a new one. It's a platform puzzler game. Okay. So I think it's going to be your Mario. You're trying to complete puzzles to eventually defeat Donkey Kong. It's got Mario and Donkey Kong in the title. It's going to be popular. Yeah, it's going to sell. It's going to sell. So um, Star Wars Dark Dark Forces remastered. Um, I missed that one. I didn't. I didn't really get into that one. Did you play that one any? So they have a remastered version of it. Um, and again. I say, you know, Nintendo's notorious for reselling us these old games and stuff. But when they remaster them, you know, they're not just prettier versions of the old game, right? They they actually go in and they from the ground up they make changes. They'll 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 make improvements to the gameplay and things like that. So, you know, you hear remaster and you're like, eh, it's just gonna be a re-release. No, some of these games are improved. They're they're better. So it may be yeah, pretty got- popular. I think it's like Rebel Squadron or something like that, where you play mm-hmm. as a team of four elite stormtroopers going in to do some. Anyway, I've got that one on the Switch. It was okay. Yeah. All right. Um, a new country game. Um, I, I think, like Greg says, he he owns a few versions of Contra, but you still only play the original. I think that's the case with everybody. I've still only played that original whenever I play it again. So a new country game. Yeah, we'll see. Luigi's Mansion 2. Um, I think people are excited for this one. I love the first one. I didn't think yeah. it would, because in the Mario's, the ghosts that you have to stare at or they come at you, they're mm-hmm. not my favorite villains. But the way they did the original Luigi's Mansion, I played through the whole thing, completed it, and I rarely complete games like that. Right, right. All right, so Paper Mario 2. Um it has its fan base because it's it's been around for years. It's it's been around yeah. and and they won't let it go. So it does. It definitely has a fan base. Uh, I've never played any of them, even back when we were talking original Nintendo. I never got. I didn't Paper like Mario. it. My brain breaks when Mario <laughs> right. turns away from you and he's this yeah man. yeah and he's it just flat. breaks my brain. So Lord of the Rings, uh, a Gollum based game. So all of these Lord of the Ring games. I, they just add to that lore, that whole Tolkien kind of, you know, that Middle Earth. Uh, I, I love all of them. And some people are like me, just anything. It's like Star Wars and Star Trek, right? Give me more. Give me more. Give me a different yeah. angle, a different perspective from this same story, and uh, I'll buy it. So sounds like it's good. Uh, something you don't have on the list, like I mentioned earlier, was the uh, the uh, remakes to Ocarina of Time or... Um, uh, Link to the Past, and there was one more that that. Th- so these are rumors because we don't know. We know that Nintendo has teams working on these, but we don't know if they're going to release with the uh, 
with the Switch 2 or just released. So definitely some Zelda remakes. And again, these remakes are from the ground up. They're not just polished off versions of what we actually have. They'll change levels. They'll add characters in. They'll add things. They'll make it worth it to squeeze you for another, you know, 50 or $60. So yeah, uh, not looking forward to it. But at the same time, I'm looking forward to it because if I can get an updated version in 4K of Ocarina of Time, I would, I would play that and I would love it. So remix of those coming plus some DLC for some other games. Uh, Splatoon has a, like a, some DLC that's coming out. It's like a new tournament version or something. And, uh, that's a, that has a built-in fan base too. uh, Splatoon's, uh, is a, um, uh, a game that they use for competitions and stuff like that. So yeah, a lot of good stuff coming from Nintendo. Um, we talked about Disney owning our childhood and things like that. I think Nintendo owned the other half. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know how many hours I spent playing the original Mario Brothers. I mean, it just right. Super Mario Brothers anyway, right? I just... And how many times I had to go through the final level to figure out you had to start at the bottom, then to the middle, then to the top. Otherwise, right. you just kept Groundhog Day, <laughs> Groundhog Daying the whole thing. And it's like, come on! So, yeah, I mean, I don't spend a lot of money on games. Right. I generally right. wait for him to go on sale. But even just this list, there's enough in here that makes me go. You know, this year has been a, a year of reading and buying books. I don't know how many hundreds of books I've read, if you count when I reread books. Like, I read three right. books in the last two days because I didn't do a whole lot else. Right. I read three novels. And um, next year might be more gaming, which I'll have to decide if that's a good thing or a. Yeah. not so good thing so right right so again so we're talking about you know what, what we're going to do for next year again i say i'm upgrading um if they force my hand with some exclusive and things like that i'm I'm definitely upgrading but uh as far as if anything is released on on this switch and and both uh i think i'm going to stay till later in the year when prices well prices won't drop next year right for any of these games, any of these releases. So maybe into 2025 or something like that, when we start seeing discounts and things, um, I'll jump on it. But as long as I can have it on my current Switch, which is, you know, less than a year old, uh, I'm going to stay. Yeah, I'll, I'll be fighting the fight to yep. get one early. You'll be so. you'll be day one in line, in that virtual so. line. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, I think I will be. Yeah. And Dustin might too. So he's got, I think, no, his is, I don't think his is OLED. So right. his he got when he came home from his mission. Wyatt got his shortly after I did. So all three of us are on the original yeah. Switch. So I don't know. Wyatt just bought a PS5, and he's been playing that, so I don't know if he'll want to upgrade because that was a chunk of change he didn't plan on spending. Yeah. So, But Dustin likes to do some of that kind of stuff, so we'll see. Definitely one Switch in my family will be coming. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody, for sticking around. Hope you enjoyed that. Let us know what your plans are if we miss any games, any rumors on the Switch. Appreciate it. But uh, until next week, enjoy and go play a fun game. Yeah. Yeah. Go have some fun, guys. See you next week.